What's up guys? Welcome to Downshift Offense. I'm your host Jasmine Booker, wanting to give you a woman's view of the automotive industry. If you just started listening, thanks for listening. If you just come back, welcome back. For more updates on the shows, to know what's going on with the other ones, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Auto Talk with Jazz. That is Auto Talk W J A Z Jazz. For more content, head on over to Automotive Advice for Women, where I tell women how to save money and stay safe. And head on over to Auto Talk with Women, where I sit down and talk with other women of the industry about their experiences, give, let them give their advice, their two cents, and, you know, whatever else they want to talk about. Before we get started, I want to give you a little bit of background as to who I am, how I got into this field, and what my goal is for this podcast. Like I said, my name is Jesse Brooks. I have actually been in the automotive industry for five years professionally, and I've been working on cars since I was 14. Before we even go more into this, I'm a technician, so I kind of have that sailor's mouth. I I cuss a lot. So fair warning, I will try to keep it down to a minimum, but I do not have a lady's mouth. So I really don't apologize for it, but I do apologize if it offends you. So going forward, if you hear me just kind of go off the rails, it's partially because I don't have a filter. Part of the reason why I actually fell in love with working on cars was because the puzzle it it really is it's one of those things where when you do it you find the pride of fixing it and then being like okay I didn't fuck it up I have worked for Nissan Kia Honda uh, GMC I work on BMWs personally um, because my family owns a lot of them Um, Ford I'm a big fan of the Asian models, not because I have anything against American or Europeans, but they're usually easier for me to uh, read diagrams and everything of that sort. But I'll really work on anything. Don't always like to. Not very good with trucks because I do not like climbing up on things in order to fix it but I will do it I started this industry as a porter um, partially because I kept getting told no and as we go deeper into some of the other episodes that I plan on doing a lot of the things that I want to kind of help other people get is when you try to get into this industry you're going to get told no a lot because you get told that you need experience. My biggest piece of advice, just starting out, one, be assertive, two, start at shops, because the company that helped me get into this industry was not a dealership, but a shop. I know some people are fortunate to get dealerships to start them off with stuff, but That wasn't me, and I know a lot of other technicians who started out at shops, whether it was cleaning floors or just bringing cars around. 
shops will actually give you the step in to the field. You just kind of have to push for it. So that's the reason why I say kind of be assertive because trying to play nice um, because this industry is not always nice. They're not going to listen to someone who wants to always say, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. They do want someone who will kind of push back because it really is a very competitive industry. People are still trying to make their money. Unfortunately, one of the things I do feel, and I will go into this, like I said, further down the road, I do feel that technicians have gotten forgotten in the industry. Um, a lot of times when you have people in sales and people who are advisors, they forget that the people who kind of help their paycheck aren't just the customers, but it's also the technicians. And if it wasn't for the technicians, who's going to work on the cars for people to get paid? So, and also I kind of feel the fact that manufacturers also forget that too. You know, you try to save money because you know, you have to recall stuff, but, or you have to put warranties on things because the people who made your parts didn't do something correctly. You kind of take away from technicians and tell them that they have to put engines in in three hours in order for them to actually eat. And sometimes that's not good because what happens whenever we fuck up the engines, you get mad at us. So just a little bit of that. My goal for this podcast really is to go not only into the bads, but the goods and seeing how we can make the goods better and fix the bads. Because unfortunately, when we don't look at the bads, we don't we can't fix them. And I'm a big proponent of. As long as ignorance is bliss we're going to stay there because we're comfortable. And I kind of want to help push us out of that comfort zone and make us better. Um, But yeah, so that's a little bit about what I'm trying to accomplish. I still love automotive industry. If it wasn't for the automotive industry, I wouldn't know half of what I know. Because of the automotive industry, I can probably take apart a car and put it back together in a day. Um, And that's because I had amazing mentors teach me how to take them apart, put them back together, how to remember where everything goes, uh, taught me how to read diagrams, how to be careful of certain parts, you know, just all the things that most people take for granted, especially whenever you are working in your garage I learned from technicians who have spent decades in this industry learning and you know as much as I want to go into some of the things that I as a woman have had to go through in this industry I can also say that there have been men who have helped me um, become the technician I am today. So when I do go into um, certain aspects that I've dealt with negatively in this field, I don't want 
people to assume that I have ill will towards all men in the industry. It's just against those who really take advantage of the fact that there are women who want to go into this industry and there are women who want to be the best technician and the best advisor, the best service manager, the best general manager of a store that they can be. You know, a few weeks ago, I actually got told that a lot of times it's the culture in the shop. And unfortunately, I kind of disagree because Yes, it can be the culture in the shop, but I think it's the culture of the industry and just certain shops have gone away from that culture. But I will get into that way more in other episodes. I am not, just letting everybody know, I am not a master tech. (laughs) Uh, I don't like taking tests, so that's part of the reason why I don't, I haven't done ASEs. And None of the dealerships or shops have forced me to do it, thankfully. They have asked me to. Uh, I thought about it, didn't want to do it. Um, But I have been certified in Honda and Acura, uh, Kia, which sometimes can move over to Hyundai since they're the same, Uh, GMC, Mazda, I believe that's it. I absolutely love doing it. I've loved learning different things. And my goal is to kind of teach some of you the things that I got taught and also kind of give people a play by play of how to maneuver in this industry to where you don't feel as lost as I was. Like I said, coming into the industry, I got a whole bunch of no's. And I feel like if I could help some people get away from so many no's, then maybe we could get more people into wanting to be a technician and really actually learning how to be one. Because right now it's every man for themselves, partially because the older guys don't want people coming in to take their money. And they also feel like I learned everything myself Why should I just give this to you for free? Not realizing that that knowledge dies with them. So part of me is like, I understand it. Um, You also have to look at them as your competition, but you also have to look at them as the people who are going to, you know, keep this industry alive. If they don't learn, if they don't get, you know, some of the tools that you were taught, that you learned the hard way, then We may not learn it and that might get lost. So I kind of want to reach out to everyone, but specifically want to reach out to those who don't know the industry and have a whole bunch of misconceptions of what people go through in this industry. A lot of times when people see me coming to a shop or they see me with my, you know, uh, shirts on with whoever I'm working for they automatically are like well that's badass you know you you're a woman in the shop you show these men up do all this this and this and this but in reality I I don't like that and when I first got into the industry I absolutely loved it when I got out of it part of the reason why I didn't like it 
was because I felt like it was a backhanded compliment. And the reason why I say that is because when you're the only woman in the shop, you automatically get the issues that come with being the only woman in the shop. So on top of the fact that if you're new, you have people looking down upon you, thinking you can't do everything. You also have a lot of the older men who believe women shouldn't do this. And one of the biggest things I get told is, if I was a woman, I wouldn't do it. Why would you decide to do this? This is not a woman's job. Anything you can think of, I've probably been told that being a woman in this, in, in this industry. So I kind of wanted to give this platform to one, to women who are in the industry and doing amazing in it and who want to get their story out there because I don't believe women get their stories out there, which is the reason why so many of us leave the industry or why so many of us are upset that we're still in it. Because we also have the similar notion as some of the men that we can't do anything else. You know, we spent our lifetime in this field and instead of trying to get out when we were younger, we got stuck in it because we saw that it was easy money for us. And unfortunately, it's getting to the point where it breaks down our bodies. It's not as easy money as it used to be. We don't get paid as well as we used to. In the past 30 years, specifically, technicians don't get paid nearly what they used to get paid. So it becomes we don't get what everybody assumes we get. And I kind of want to put those those type of mindsets to to rest on behalf of not only female technicians, all technicians, but this is specifically for women technicians and really women in the industry who have gone through things because we don't get heard as much. I don't think I've met any woman that has told me that it was easy for them to get into this field or that it was when they got in, they were open arms was done. They always said, yeah, we had to prove ourselves to the men in order to become a, a part, one of the boys, one of the guys. And I've always not really liked that because I felt like if we really were part of the team, that we didn't have to be just one of the guys. Because when we become one of the guys, people forget that women like things different than men. So we automatically get forgotten with certain parties and um, celebrations. They kind of forget us as far as bathrooms are concerned, especially in the shop. I've there's a rarity where women actually get their own bathrooms in the shop. And that's just because, you know, we're not there as much. When we get our uniforms, like for me, it's easier to go get men uniforms than women. Partially because the women uniforms are uncomfortable. But that's because there's not a lot of women. So a lot of times the people who make the uniforms assume that they really don't have to focus on that. It's just so many different things 
that we don't really speak up about partially because we automatically assume because this is a male-dominated industry that we can't have a voice. And so I kind of wanted to make a podcast to give us a voice to talk about some of the things that we go through and really also talk to people who want to get into the industry, whether they are a man or a woman, and also tell them you can do this. This is how I wish I was told to do it and then kind of help you along the way. I want to give the customers kind of insight as to what goes on in the dealership, what technicians have to go through, what service advisors have to go through, and some of the miscommunications that goes along with us and really just get other people's perspectives on the industry. Thank you for listening. Hope to see you next week and hope you have the good rest of your week. Mm